0: to her Dating and Relationship Secrets. Dating and Relationship Success Secret number 35 is gonna happen in the car while I'm waiting for Anna to finish in a store because we do things as a team, we work together. Look, a lot of clients I work with, and probably a lot of people listening right now, you know who you are, are used to doing things for yourself and on your own. Maybe you've been super independent for a long time, or it might have started early. certainly started early for me. Part of that was needing to rely on myself, because my mom was spread very thin. She was off earning money, and then also wanting to go on dates when she could, and just trying to to live as full a life as she could, and I had to be pretty self-sufficient in a lot of ways but then later on that also led to in some ways having more trust in myself than others not letting other people in easily and having control issues control issues trust issues doing it all myself can be both a complaint and a self-imposed self-inflicted punishment so if you're one of the uh, one of my listeners who is used to feeling like you've been doing a lot of it on your own, whether you're, you're single and doing that, or whether you're someone who's in a relationship but you still feel like you have to do most of the work, then I guarantee you a lot of this is just needing to get better at two things. Trusting and receiving. So let's break it down. I didn't really trust other people because I just felt like I'd been hurt and let down at times growing up. I'd learned that if I do it, then I have more control over knowing it happens. And I didn't like the feeling of disempowerment and hoping and waiting. It's part of why successful women so often hate the feeling of dating. I'm waiting to see if we go on another date. Do I, do I have to wait to get a text from him? I don't like all the waiting. It's passive, like I'm waiting on a shelf for someone to pick me. I just want to take control. The truth is, ladies, neither extreme is healthy. You don't want to be in complete control out of fear that you're uncomfortable with the lack of certainty. That's a lack of faith that, of course, there's plenty of great guys. Of course, the date's that I go on, I'm going to be me and the right person. We'll see that. Uh, of course, I don't have to worry about anything, so I don't need to try to get guarantees and certainty by making things happen. When will we see each other next? Let's figure that out ahead of time, or I'm reaching out to him before he reaches. It's the intention behind it. If that's fear-based control-taking, no good. If, however, we're doing something out of not fear, but just a genuine like, oh, hey, there's a dog that's the same dog as that, as Jeff, who I just went on a second date with, I'm taking a picture and sending it to him. It's not a, I haven't heard from him, I need to make it happen, and I need an excuse to get him to. No, that's fear-based. Attempt to create certainty. That is being too used to doing it all yourself and making it happen. The other extreme's not great either, where you just want to hide and forget it. I want nothing to do with guys. I'm just going to not date. I hate feeling out of control. Or... Passive. I'm just gonna hope someone chooses me. Or in a relationship, I'm gonna wait till he does something. He has to show me something before I try. Or I hope that his light bulb comes on or he'll fix the relationship. When we give our power away, it starts by giving away our power of choice to take action. So what is this idea of team and together? How do we have teamwork and togetherness? Well, we don't go into it with the fear that we need to, to have control of things. We don't go into it by avoiding being close. Sure, it might feel a, a heck of a lot safer to be independent. I got used to independence. You know, when I'm on my own, nothing upsets the apple cart. Right? I don't start obsessing about the relationship. I don't start saying I'm going to skip the gym or not do the extra work to move ahead in my profession because I'd rather see her again tonight. I just wasn't emotionally healthy enough to set those boundaries and keep them. I didn't trust myself in a relationship because it became all about them. But that was costing me the true joy and pleasure of teamwork and togetherness. Teamwork and togetherness where I care about my needs and your needs. But I'm not gonna harm myself and put your needs first. Or I'm not gonna put one of my needs ahead of all my other needs. I'm so desperate for more attention or love or connection that I'm not gonna take care of my other needs. I'm not gonna pray or meditate or, or write. Because creative writing was the thing I learned. Or I'm not gonna do things that are good for me. Teamwork and togetherness does not come at the cost. When it does, we become self-isolated. As I said, I just have to do it all on my own. We can even build a wall between ourselves and our current partner. I need to keep them distant or out. When I'm sexually intimate with them, I need to, to find a way to push them away again. You're too close. I need to keep you away, or I'm gonna lose myself in this. There's no we, or togetherness, or team, because that erases me. I'm afraid that I can't hold my boundaries still put my needs first. So first we have to get good at that before we'll start to allow ourselves to date or meet a person or fall in love or move in with them or marry them or even be close to them in the marriage. So what level or version of keeping somebody out right? as a successful woman? Are you at the point where you don't even allow yourself to meet potential people? you Tell yourself I'm better off alone. I'm not going to date because that's safer to you. I have more control over every single aspect of my life. Or are you doing it once you're dating? You're dating, but you're keeping them at arm's length. You're not letting them in. It's not a we or togetherness. They, they don't feel the love of of already picturing what we would be like because you're very much you're interviewing them. You're investigating them, doing due, due diligence. How they might be insufficient or hurt you red flags? Or are you blowing it up once you start a new relationship? And you just can't get too deep. The minute you start feeling more, you start wanting to be close less. Either by getting busier at work, or putting a little frost into the sexual chemistry, or beginning to be less willing to be vulnerable, or people pleasing. It's another way to hide. I'm going to show you less of who I am and try to pretend to be more of who so you don't leave me. That's another way to, to try to not have togetherness, to not be close. Or maybe you do all right then, but after a few years in the relationship, you start to get a little funky. Or maybe you're in a relationship that you've never had a healthy teamwork and togetherness dynamic. It's more transaction. I get to have a partner. I'm not alone, but settling for a guy who's half interested. Like one client who came to me, she was with a guy who, she didn't feel like she had a spiritual partner. She didn't want to go to church. She didn't want to talk about things, spiritual. But she didn't She didn't want to get into it. She was afraid. I'm not good enough. I'm not going to find another guy. And by the way, in our work together, she didn't end up having to leave him. Her fear of not wanting to, to leave address it. She was avoiding even talking about it because if she were fully honest, and was like, look, I'm not satisfied this way. I I deserve a full spiritual partner who I can talk to this side of me with. You don't have to believe what I believe, but you're not even participatory with me and, and me being able to bring this to you, this this part of me. But she didn't want to have that conversation because he didn't like it. And if she stood up for what she needed enough, maybe he would leave or would end things. See how the fear can make us avoid the conversation. I don't want to ask for what I deserve to be paid at work because I'm scared I'm not worthy enough to know I can get an even better job. Hell no. I tell my boss, this is what I deserve to be paid. And if they don't like it, you move on without fear. But that's why you don't have to move on. That's why you have the conversation and things get better and you get paid what you're worth. So... Where are you at in your dating and relationship journey where you're not allowing teamwork and togetherness? Teamwork, by the way, doesn't mean necessarily like, hey, you cover that whole area and I don't want anything to do with it and I'll cover this whole area. It can, but Anna and I work great when we cooperate on some things. Let's make dinner together. But then leave room for what what our strengths and differences are. Typically, if you haven't experienced a lot of togetherness, you don't feel like you're a team with your partner, or you're doing it all alone because you are still alone, then you're not appreciating how differences can complement you. Maybe you can practice this at work, or maybe you already do. Maybe that's why you're successful there. How is someone with different traits, qualities, values, someone who even sees things differently, than the way I would see them or do. How does that bring a strength to the team instead of it being something that I need to worry about, call bad, expunge, get rid of, change? Where are my strengths and his strengths? Where are our differences, potentially awesome for us as a team? And do I enter into my relationships or my dates looking at things as would we be how do we feel around each other what are our combined strengths the more you operate as a team the more togetherness you'll feel it's an essential part you know they say if you want to go fast go alone but if you want to go far go with others so it's time for you to embrace togetherness and the idea of team that's today's secret